yeah. Changing the game through real estate, yeah. Hey everyone, it's Tyler Wynn with The Winning Team, and this is the Changing the Game Through Real Estate podcast. One of the main reasons we started this show was we wanted to help people by bringing on guests with inspiring stories that can teach us information that we should have been taught in schools. So many people don't know this about me. I actually blew out my knee playing football years ago. Well, what happened was I was playing linebacker, and I went to rush the quarterback, and the lineman went to cut me, and instead of cut me like a normal person, he grabbed and held my leg. So when I fell over top of him, my leg kind of stayed there and uh, ended up tearing everything, ACL, LCL, PCL, meniscus, even had common pro and nerve damage in my leg where I couldn't even lift my foot up. So after two two surgeries and a couple years later, still having back use, issues and issues with my knee, for some odd reason, I decided to join CrossFit Krypton again. And I can honestly say I feel better now, better now than I ever have. I think that has a lot to do with CrossFit. So all that being said, I'm really happy we had the opportunity to interview Ben Smith, 2015's Fittest Man in the World, where he shares his story on how he got started in CrossFit and why he started CrossFit Krypton and how health and fitness can help you accomplish anything in life. Also, if you like coffee and working out, you really need to check out Taxi Street Coffee. Their whey iced latte is the perfect post-workout and you get the boost of coffee all in one. They are located inside Big Ugly Brewing and trust me, you're going to be happy I told you. Uh, it's actually, uh, his story is kind of unique. He uh, started in college sports and then uh, started, a, became a gym owner and then became 2015 Fist Man of the World. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm so glad that I get to introduce uh, Ben Smith. Can you kind of tell us how your story and how you kind of got started in CrossFit and becoming a business owner? And, yeah, no. but a long story, but you just tell us <laughs> yeah. Thanks how for, you got started. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. Um. I got started back in actually it was actually in the very tail end of high school, so it was a long time. It was a long time ago. Um, like tw- when was that? Two thousand six, I believe it was around then. My dad was uh, my dad was in the military still, and he had a friend that was doing CrossFit, and it was like just all into CrossFit. You know, he drank the CrossFit Kool Aid, is what you what you call it, right? Um, just upset, like loved you know loved it, and uh, was telling my dad about it. I was telling him about the website CrossFit.com, which I have to preface it with that. Like back then there were no affiliates. Yeah. So like you didn't have a gym that you could just go to. This was even before the affiliate model even started. I think they had two affiliates maybe in California, but they were all like within, they were within 10 or 15 minutes of each other. Um, so there weren't really any gyms. So how you followed CrossFit was just, you would go onto CrossFit.com and you'd follow the workout of the day and they would post a workout every day. And, uh, that's kind of what you did. And they would post videos and they would post coaches talking about the workouts and things like that. Um, and I got started following CrossFit.com. So I started following that. Um, and I loved it. Just did the workout as often as I could. It used to, it used to just crush me. So I couldn't work out every day like that, but yeah. And I was also training for baseball and stuff. So I got started back in high school with that and then really just used it to, to make myself a better baseball player, you know? Which, okay. which is what I think it should be used for. Like it should be used as, you know, accessory to your life. Like whether you're a, an athlete or whether you're just like mom or dad or whether you're a, whatever you like doing on the weekends kind of thing. Like it should yeah. support what you do and make you a better person. It's not, it shouldn't be like something that's just all encompassing and it's your entire life, you know, which is what it turned into now for me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think I remember seeing a couple of your videos. You originally, y'all were doing like uh, workouts like in your parents' front yard when you 
I got back from school or something like that. And y'all were throwing yeah. rings around the, the, the tree and everything like that. Yeah, that was so. I used to actually, I would train at my in my parents' garage and in that cul-de-sac because we they were right on a cul-de-sac. And I was I would also coach a lot of uh, a lot of other kids. They were younger than me uh, at the time when I was in college. So I would train a lot of high school kids that were trying to go to college to play sports. Mm-hmm. And I think one summer I had like you know, 40 or 50 kids coming running in and out the garage, like all day, throughout the day, throughout the summer. And my mom, my parents were like, yeah, we, we can't really, it got a little, got a little too small, you know? So, so, um, what is that kind of the reason you kind of started the gym is like, oh, wow, I got all these people uh, that are here. Might as well just, you know, screw it. Yeah, I I know. I I didn't know. I didn't know really what I wanted to do when I graduated. So, um, I graduated with a mechanical engineering degree thinking that I wanted to go that route and uh that's what my dad does and uh and i just i wanted and i started getting into crossfit in college pretty big and i saw what it could do for like other people's lives and i had friends i had a friend that lost like 70 pounds over the summer training for the crossfit games with me yeah and it was like completely changed his outlook on everything it was it was pretty cool um and i was like man this stuff's it, it's it's like it really works it's it's really good it, it's helpful in all of these certain ways and I just kind of fell in love with it and then wanted to share it with as many people as I could. So I opened the gym and uh, that's kind of what I was passionate about was just, hey, here's the right way to exercise. Here's the right way to eat. Here's what you guys can do. Just come show up at the gym. And it ended up being this, you know, you, you're there, this community that's just a great group of people that all want to get better. So it's it's fun every day. So how do you uh, like go about starting gym? You're like, okay, well, uh, hey, let's <laughs> start a gym. Well, okay, that's great. Like, how, how does that even work? Like, how do you even go about starting a gym um crossfit made it kind of easy i don't know if it's too easy but crossfit made it pretty easy all, all you got to do is um pay the affiliation fee and you can anybody can open a gym so you have to have a level one uh your level one certification and then you have to pay the affiliation fee and you can open a gym but that doesn't mean that you're going to be a successful gym i mean yeah. or a successful business you know so there's a lot more to it but it's fairly easy to open one but it's much harder to run a successful one yeah so do you feel like for you going to the CrossFit Games, you more or less starting in your own backyard and having like 40 people, uh, do you think that kind of really helped that you given you the confidence to like really get started and really open up your uh, your gym? Yeah, I mean, I was just really passionate about it. Um, I, was, I, I really saw the methodology. I really love the methodology. I love what it's about um, and the fact that it works and it seems to be true. Um, and it helps a lot of people. And I just, I was very, I'm very passionate about that and things that are, things that are true and right. I try to, you know, it's a good thing to spread and, and help other people and it seems to help other people. So that's kind of what I was really, just really enjoyed. And, and it just kind of grew from there. So it's not like, um, yeah, I was a little nervous, nervous about starting it, but you know, it worked out. Screw it. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was sure. I think, uh, I think for me, like when I, I went to do CrossFit gym years ago, and I think mm-hmm. the main reason I uh, decided to go to your gym rather than anyone else's gym is because they always have the saying that, hey, if you want to be the best, you got to more or less train with the best. <laughs> at that time, you were like uh, like fighting for like the top three spots in the CrossFit Games. I was like, well, I'm definitely going there because he definitely knows what he's doing. <laughs> so when I joined, um, I didn't realize it because it was a lot of cardio. Like I now played basketball. Like let's say I was in the CrossFit for like three months and I played basketball. And I was like, what in the world? I just didn't get, didn't get tired. I was like, man, I should have done this all the time. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and then um, I got hurt playing football and all that stuff. And I was like, man, I don't think I can physically do this anymore because uh, my whole, all my knee, I had 
full knee surgery and everything like that. And I started uh, going to CrossFit again, like probably a couple months ago. And mm-hmm. now like my whole back, I feel like it's completely like feels good and everything like that. And mm-hmm. so the whole concept of like, oh, well, it's only for like serious athletes and everything kind of like, I kind of almost helped debunk because for me, uh, it like for me, I need like high energy to do everything I'm doing. And I feel mm-hmm. like CrossFit kind of gives you that. Like I need to like not get tired and be more healthier. And I feel like it's really hard to, and then CrossFit kind of forces you to eat healthy because Hey, if I don't eat healthy, I'm going to probably die the next day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you probably won't feel as good in the workout. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd probably die. But, um, so I guess you did touch on some of the benefits of uh, CrossFit and everything like that. But, um, what would you say to people that like, oh, well, um, I'm not going to do CrossFit because, um, like a lot of people say like, oh, the form's bad and stuff like that. Like, you know, you know, yeah. like, trainers and stuff like that talk about. Oh, that's, yeah, that's a very common one, especially on YouTube or Instagram, you know, <laughs> um, everybody knows what they're saying on the internet, but, uh, yeah, that's no, that's, and that's a, that's a big thing. Cause, cause one of the big parts of CrossFit is the intensity portion, right? So like mm-hmm. y- you want to, you want to do the workout at the correct intensity that you get a good workout from, you know, a good stimulus from the workout, but you also have to balance with that, the appropriate form to go with that intensity. And that's a very fine line. And it's, honestly very hard for athletes to find in the gym and sometimes it's hard for coaches to tell athletes to hey lighten the weight hey go a little slower like you know you've been in the gym it's it gets it gets competitive at times so you know a lot of the things that you and most of the things that people see online are gonna they're gonna see the competitions they're gonna see the part where people are going as hard as they can as fast as they can or as heavy as they can and that's what you're gonna see and that's what people make fun of or that's what people you know joke about or whatever but um there's a very fine line between intensity and form and you need to be able to hold that. And that's why you have coaches at your gym. And that's why a gym is a successful gym because they make sure that people don't get injured and they, and they don't have a very high injury rate. You know, it's just, it's just the people that you see might see online are the ones that are just pushing themselves to, to the extreme. Yeah. And I mean, I played, uh, played sports my whole life. I played college football and college baseball. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I my form even when I went to your gym originally like was was bad. I was like, dang. I played like football and I had football trainers and all that stuff. No mm-hmm. one really taught me like, hey, hey, you're. Uh, then Ben comes over and says, hey, you're deadlifting wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I feel like that kind of level of coaching really helps uh, you physically to not be hurt or anything like that because you're doing it a lot correctly and helps you grow more physically faster yeah i mean you grow and you grow a lot faster too right like if you have a good foundation and a good base you can you can build something up a little higher you know you can grow a little faster and a little further but if we focus on that and we start with that and make sure everybody has that good foundation and good base and then we can let them go they can really learn the right way it's really hard when you have somebody that wants to just go faster just go heavy because it feels like to them you're always taking two steps back before you can take a step forward yeah. And it's just that process. If it's always two steps back every time, it just feels like you're moving the wrong way. Whereas yeah. if you just come in with the mentality to the gym, like, hey, I'm just going to come and try to move the best I can. And then gradually over time, I'm going to improve my intensity and I'm going to make my workouts a little bit harder. Uh, yeah. That should be your goal. And that should be your mindset when you come into the gym, because a lot of times, you know, people come in with the opposite mindset, but also they're not ready for that intensity. They're not ready to go as hard as they can on day one. So you do want to ease into that as well. So if you're brand new, you want to go in with the idea of like, hey, I'm going to work on my form, but have that in mind that I'm going to, I see how hard everybody else around me is pushing themselves. I'm going to get to that point at some point, but I'm 
I'm, you know, I'm going to work my way there progressively. I'm not just going to jump right into that and sacrifice my form. Yeah. So if someone yeah. did, let's say, like, oh, there's a bunch of people there that, like, have uh, athletic experience and stuff like that, so that's probably a lot easier for them. What about someone who's, like, never really worked out and wants to go to a gym and, I guess, like, them seeing CrossFit on, on TV that, wow, that's extremely intense. I don't know if mm-hmm. I can do that. What would be your advice to like kind of help build them along their fitness journey? Once yeah, I would, tell, I would make sure to, to, that they know each person in the class or each person that you see in the gym, they're working at a relative intensity to their to them personally, right? So like um, you got five people there, they're all going at a different pace and it, but a different intensity, you know, relative to their abilities and their and where they are in their, you know, in their fitness journey or whatever you want to call it, right? CrossFit journey. Um, and you're just going to start again at square one, start with the mindset of, Hey, I'm going to come in here and I'm going to move. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to improve my form. I'm going to improve the way that I move. I'm going to focus on that. And then I can, you know, push myself a little bit in the workouts and the coaches should be there. And that's what the coaches are there for to help make sure your athletes are pushing themselves a little bit, but not too much. Right. So we want to, we want to make sure everybody's, you know, not, I'm not, I'm going to say the word struggling. Everybody's pushing themselves in class, but it's not like they're killing themselves or sacrificing their form, right? So we want everybody to kind of be on the same level. And that's what the coach's job is to try to maintain that for everybody across the board, which is obviously very hard to do. Um, But I try to do that like one-on-one with people throughout the class. Yeah. And as I get to know them, like, you know, over the weeks or whatever, you get to know them, you can, you can tailor that to them. Yeah, I think it's pretty impressive you remember everyone's names too, because I always, always ask everyone's names. <laughs> that's the hard. That's the hard part. I'm not great <laughs> with names, so. Because <laughs> then, the first couple of times, I'm like, "Dang, I can't ask them again." And they're gonna be like, "Wow, you really just asked me like three times." <laughs> yeah, yeah. We used to write everybody's name on the whiteboard, and then we have so many people that come into class; it's so hard to get yeah. everybody down there all the time and have time to coach. So, yeah, that's yeah. it's hard sometimes. Like give them name tags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I guess for like the business aspect of it, like how do you go about choosing the name, like location and stuff like that for uh, for your for your gym? Um, yeah, it was actually uh, name wise. My my brother actually helped come up with the name for it. Uh, we were just throwing out names and couldn't come up because you have to pick a name that's unique to all the other CrossFit gyms to to <laughs> not unique like stand apart, but unique. It has to be different. You can't have the same name as somebody else. Yeah, and there were a lot of names that were taken, so we were just throwing out names and Krypton CrossFit Krypton came up, and we we're like, oh, that's cool. That's it. And we just stuck with that, but it's like, um, it's like Superman. Yeah, you know, it's like the superhero stuff. I always love those Marvel movies and all that. Um, who doesn't? And then uh, location-wise, we it was hard to find a commercial building in Chesapeake, to be honest. Um, I imagine. Yeah, so we we're looking for any commercial space we could, and we found that little spot on what was it? Um, right, we're on Bruton Court now, but I don't even Kegman Road. Um, yeah, it was a small little spot, like just under 3,000 square feet and made it work and opened the doors and grew from there. So how do you go about getting like the financing part? Did you just like take out a bunch of loans? Did you use the money you use that you want like for at CrossFit doing the competitions? Or Yeah. Like- so in the very beginning, um, some, some sponsorship money, right. Uh, and some stuff from that, but my, my parents helped me like a, took a loan from my parents, right. For the first, uh, for the equipment for the gym. Yeah. Um, and that's how we got, kind of got started there. For all the for all the equipment, yeah. That's what I'm seeing stuff online, like you know, create a home gym. It yeah. get really expensive up front too. So that would sure. make you like nervous, like wow, I gotta take all this money out and I gotta like, borrow money from my parents. Like I might not be invited to a Christmas. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, they they've helped me. They've helped me with a ton of stuff, so I'm I'm very thankful for them. But yeah, 
No, I knew that wouldn't happen. So even like starting out, what were some of the ob- obstacles that, that y'all had to jump through um, when you were originally starting the gym? Um, some of the obstacles. I mean, the regular obstacles of opening a business, you know, just all those little things. Um, but the biggest one for me was uh, I was I had to coach all the classes throughout the day yeah. and still like, you know, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. and still uh, still train for the CrossFit game. So for me, that was like the biggest part. And then we found, you know, Adam came, moved down and, and mm-hmm. became a full-time coach and kind of the staff just grew from there. And um, it's continued to grow since then. But that was, was he one of those 40 people me. or did you just know him from uh, like? Um, he was a friend from high school. Okay. Yeah, and he went to Rutgers, um, played soccer there, and then came back one summer. I think it was the summer of his senior year, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm looking for looking for a job." And I was like, "Hey, you want to work here?" And that was that was the conversation. It just kind of went from there. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Perfect fit. Yeah. Yeah. Got, lu- got lucky with him. That's for sure. Yeah, he's a really great guy. That's yeah. who like uh, was the, our, our my coach originally when I um, joined your gym. He's a really yeah. great guy. Yeah, he he almost has like the the coaching mentality, like to help to help people and kind of break it break things down to like uh, yes, just starting out too. So. Yeah, he's a people person for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what were some of the lessons that you learned, like when you uh, starting a business or like starting out? What were some of the lessons like you didn't think, like when you originally started? You like, oh, I didn't know this, but now I do. Like, like how how did that, how did that business go about? Wise. Yeah, business wise. Like business, appealing uh, to everyone, like of course, like let's say let's say you have like one workout, not everyone's capable of doing that one workout. So what were some of like the lessons to like kind of like get everyone involved, kind of thing? You mean on the on the coaching programming side or on the business side? Uh, honestly, both. I mean, honestly, business side. My dad, my dad helps me a lot with the business stuff and <laughs> things like things on that side all the uh, paperwork, taxes, things like that. He helps me with all that. Um, stuff. <laughs> yeah, the, the stuff that's really time-consuming. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the hardest part is like time management, right? Um, yeah. All those little things like that. But um, trying to think. I mean, I'm still learning. I still don't feel like I know too yeah. much. Um, so what would be your biggest... Um, like advice let's say like hey um someone wanted to open up a gym not even if it's a crossfit gym or not uh, or if it, even if it's a crossfit gym what would be your biggest advice for someone who wanted to open their 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 business like because i know a lot of like gym everyone seems to want to op- open a gym but not many of them are very successful mm-hmm. yeah i think you do have to tr- i think there's you do have to treat it like a business so a lot of people that open crossfit gyms open crossfit gyms and and think of it like uh, they're trying to just do a service to the community mm-hmm. and, or at least that's how it was when I started. But now if you want to open a gym now, you, it has to be a business. It has to be yeah. business oriented, right? So you have to be able to, um, you have to make money to stay in business, right? So that would be probably the first thing there. And then the second thing to follow up with that, to be completely counter to that is you have to do it for the right reasons, right? Yeah. <laughs> like you have to, you have to care about every single person that comes into your gym. Like they're, a part of your family and that you want them to get better and that you truly do care about them and you truly want to give them this product that you are passionate about. Right. Mm-hmm. So you really just have to care. So I think those two things hand in hand make a really good business. I think that's one of the main keys for like everything. It seems like, Hey, if you have that mentality to serve others in business, it seems like that's like the mentality you go forth. Like you're helping people, you're providing a service and all that stuff. You truly care about people and creating mm-hmm. a community. 
it exactly. seems like to me that's how like almost a lot of businesses are successful if they create that community mm-hmm. and hear about their people. Yeah, I think you're spot on with that. Then that's what if you the last question you asked was what have I learned from it? I think that's exactly what I would say. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I, I do feel like it is like a community though. Like uh, even not just CrossFit and general, but even like the gym. Like I feel like the biggest thing that I love it so much is like it makes reminds me of like football workouts. Like you're all working de- out together. Yeah, you're all yeah. suffering together. Yeah, it's it's fun. So, there's some there's some weird fun about it, you know. Yeah. Or even like when you like you have some sometimes you have like team workouts. It's like that's those are the worst. I feel like because like when you're, um, the other person is waiting, you look at the other person like, dang, like you're not done yet. Like, come on, <laughs> you don't want to let it. You don't yeah, want to let the other person down. No, you can't. But it pushes you a little bit. We just find different ways to do that. You know, uh, that's one fun. of the things that has gotten me interested in it. Seeing him come to the come home from the gym because yeah. <laughs> I'm like CrossFit as a workout for somebody that is not from that world is pretty intimidating sure, but now, sure like now learning about the community and like just seeing like how that operates is pretty cool is that I the guess, biggest is that the biggest obstacle you you would have in your way of to trying it i i'm just intimidated by the okay, style yeah, of workouts so that's, that's, that's totally the community part is what like makes me want to do it though. sure, <laughs> sure like sure. that's cool it's not just going to the gym doing your own thing for an hour and then leaving yeah. It's more of like you create relationships with those people when you're dying and teamwork uh, workouts. Right, right. But I guess so um, if it was somebody that like had no gym experience, either gym, regular gym or CrossFit, um, is it something they can just walk in your gym and start doing? I think for the most part, yes. Um, <laughs> and we've had a lot of we've had a good handful of people that have been like that. And for me as a coach, they're the most fun because they see so much progress so quickly and it's really, really cool to see, uh, to see them grow, like not only physically, but they'll like, they just, they'll open up, they start being, they start being more confident, you know, things like that. It's just, it's really cool to see that all around change and shift in a person when they, when they realize they can do something that they didn't think they could do. Yeah. 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 It's just all it takes is that mentality of wanting to come in and try something different or wanting to like be open to coming in and, and, uh, and doing something a little bit outside your comfort zone, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I think now that y'all almost kind of like structured, like to kind of really help people because right now, like even before I went back there years ago to now, now you do like big classes to like kind of like ease people into doing like CrossFit and stuff. Can you like kind of talk? Tell her about that. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My next question. Yeah, do you we have just CrossFit. <laughs> you could do either first. So if you okay. do CrossFit classes first, we have you do an introduction class. If you do fit classes, we most more than likely just let you go into the fit classes because the movements are much more basic. So okay. we try to keep it really simple because we know people love that. You know, everybody's calling it different things now, but it's just CrossFit with a different spin on it, right? Mm-hmm. That high intensity interval training. So oh, yeah. we, we made a class, uh, it's called Krypton Fit, and it's just 30 minutes, and it's mostly body weight movements. We have some cardio equipment, um, things like that, but we try to keep the movements really simple, really basic. You can just jump in and try it out. Gives you a little bit of taste of the intensity of it, but it's very different from CrossFit because there's not a whole ton of things that you're working on other than just coming in and getting a good 10 to 25 minute workout, uh-huh. right? With CrossFit, there's you know, you have the mobility side of it. There's a lot of, there's nutrition, there's, there's different skills that you can work on, there's strength. And then there's, there's all these things that you can kind of work on. You can do that in the fit classes, but there's just less focus on it. Right. Yeah. Nice. Now 
uh, bringing up nutrition, I guess, mm-hmm. is that, would you say that's outside of the actual workout itself? Is that the biggest factor when it comes to CrossFit? Uh, it is definitely important. I'd say you can't, ha- you can't really have, it's hard to have one without the other. Like yeah. it's hard to, it's hard to eat really poorly and come into the gym and work out because <laughs> one, you won't see a lot of progress and two, uh, you just kind of feel bad working out yeah. every day, you know, like it, it, yeah, you get fitter and you get stronger, but um, you know, you want to, you want to see improvement across the board. The, the the nutrition side is the side that people miss a lot. I wish, I wish people in our, our gym were more focused on nutrition because it is so important, but I think it's great. Um, I still think it's great that they're coming in and getting a good workout. You see everybody super fit at the gym, right? And we have a Tori at the gym. Tori does nutrition for us and she runs seminars, um, new member seminars. And she runs seminars for people that just want to come in and learn about nutrition. And she's awesome. And she's got so much information and we just haven't had people come and take advantage of it. I mean, it's included in membership and still don't have people coming to take advantage of it. And she's there all the time. She does like personal one-on-one stuff. I know I'm speaking to Tyler right now. Am I not? I was going to say, <laughs> I will say he gave us this bowl of ice cream every night. I see you. I see you. Elbow, elbow <laughs> there saying, hey, hey. No, so we had, we had this argument. So it was like about, um, is it more nutrition or more, or more fitness? I, I feel like it's more fitness because I just feel like, hey, I could, if I kill myself in the gym and I will eat like crap, I feel like, hey, I'm still going to get better because. Like, yeah. But if it's you don't work out and you all nutrition, I feel like you, you, yeah, you might just be skinny. Yeah, so it's like it's the same thing as when you said I thought I was in shape and then I came in and did CrossFit and now basketball's easy. Yeah. Same idea, right? So it's like as soon as you start eating well, you'll be like, wow, I didn't realize how much of an effect how wrong food, I was doing that. <laughs> food had on my performance, right? It's yeah. one of those things like, hey, you got to gotta give it a shot and, and experiment for yourself and then you'll see kind of the uh the effects of it yeah. so if you had to put a number on it is it like 70 nutrition 30 70 30, 30 60 40 more okay. nutrition yeah that's what i'd say that's yeah, what yeah. i'd say so, yeah. it's important right. it's, it's very important no more packages of oreos and <laughs> <of ice> cream. <laughs> there's a time there's a time and place for all that you know it's just yeah. not it's not every day yeah so, do you, uh, did, did you know nutrition to start with or did you just kind of like started learning over the years kind of yeah I've, I've been learning over the course of my career but i'm still learning but um i i've tried all the different diets that you follow mostly yeah. mostly people that followed uh, the paleo diet or whatever it was when back when i started crossfit so i did mm-hmm. a lot of that um but now i'm just kind of on a something more of like typical of a zone diet you call it or mm-hmm. you eat you eat everything it's just balanced proportions proteins okay. carbohydrates fats nice mm-hmm. so why why do you think like uh the gym has been so successful because now it seems like you're doing a lot it seems like uh like i've seen you uh let's say you have crossfit you have the fit classes now and you i think it's your bro- i think it's your brother's business because that's his the um the signs like dad bought fitness oh yeah yeah that's probably that's, that's probably- on- our online programming okay that's okay. like a branch of our online programming that dane runs yeah okay and that's strictly just like bought um normal body um, weight stuff right yeah it's uh no it's actually just a it's just one workout he tries to make it uh, accessible to anybody like if you're working out at home in your garage and it's like 20 minutes just a quick accessible workout the 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 fun part about it is that he's so creative with the workouts and he does such a good job with them they're fun you know and they're different and they're challenging and he's very he's a very creative person so he's come up with a lot of cool stuff so as fun as suffering can be yeah as fun as it can get (laughs) yes 
<laughs> so what is your least favorite part of like owning a gym and uh, that process? Like what's your least favorite part? Um, all the stuff outside of like the everyday, you know, being at the gym, coaching, training, yeah. doing your things. So like, like accounting or like taxes. The all paperwork. Yeah, yeah all, that other, all that other stuff, right? <laughs> I still don't know how to do. <laughs> So oh, I have a question. So now, like, because we have CrossFit Krypton SEO on the internet, and then you have Krypton Athletics. Are they the same thing, or are they are they different? Yeah, the Krypton Athletics. I tried to just rename it. Some that's just this last year. I tried to rename our online programming something a little bit different. So that's kind of okay. like the branch of CrossFit Krypton would be Krypton Athletics, and that's our online programming branch. So we do. I do online programming through that uh, name. Yeah. I think that's really uh, what I've seen is like me talking to a lot of business owners lately. Like the best way they seem to be successful is they, yeah, they start with one thing, but then they start like bringing in all these other different kind of streams that kind of all lead towards your main goal. Like, yeah, you got dad bought fitness, you got fit, uh, fit classes. Y'all run in the park or something. I've been here. Yeah. What's, what's, that, what's that about? Uh, we have um, like a little running group running club or crypto running club or whatever you, whatever they want to call it they rename it something every week okay. um, just, just like uh just all running and can anyone join that or yeah we meet up on saturdays and we run um we have a bunch of people that come um but rick runs that and uh he's rick isn't a coach or gym he's just somebody that's he's programmed running for me he was a runner back in virginia tech back in yeah. the day mm-hmm. um and he's very you know very talented knows what he's doing and he's been programming for me for running for the longest time and uh, we've been running every Saturday, and it just kind of picked up recently where a lot of people like coming and uh, just running with us. It's everybody from all different, you know, levels and everything. They just come on Saturdays, and we run. So so I think my, uh, my next question is not necessarily about business or business. I really want to know. So what's, uh, so what's it like being in the CrossFit Games? Like, how does that even, how does that even work? Like, hey, you go, they, you, let's say you make the, the cut, and they send you to – I don't know, some I'm a random and doing the workouts. How does it, how does that being in the games? Like, what's that even like? Um, I mean, being in the games is fun. Uh, I, I, you know, it's, it's definitely changed over the years, like the whole competing process and everything. So right now there's a couple stages that you have to qualify to get there. Mm-hmm. And what I love about it, what I loved about the games in the beginning was I just saw them online. I said, I want to do that someday. That looks awesome. And, yeah. uh, there was no qualification to get there. You would just sign up and go. But I was, you know, I was 18 years old. I'm not just going to, you know, pay a couple hundred bucks and go fly across the country and compete in California um, at this thing that I've never really done before. So yeah. then the next year they had qualifiers and I had to qualify to go get there. And I, I qualified and, and went. And then every year after that, they've had qualification processes. So it's changed a little bit over the years. But um, yeah, I, that's the interest is picked up. Like CrossFit has gotten more popular. Yeah, yeah, CrossFit's gotten a lot more popular. More people have kind of heard about it. It's in good ways and in bad ways. So it's like, you know, public uh, public opinion is kind of very easily swayed and it's very difficult to get a good name out there to everybody, you know? Yeah. So when did uh, you've been competing in the CrossFit Games for like since 2010? Yeah, 2009 was my first games. Okay. And you got like third place in like the, um, it was like 13 or 14, right? Yeah, I, I've got third twice. Before, I think it was 2013 was my last third place. Yeah. I think it was like 2011, 2013 or something like that. I don't remember. So how was that? How was that feeling? Like you got so close. And- yeah, yeah. No, I looked, at, I looked at those years like I honestly, though, my first couple of years, I just went to the games and I was trying to just see what I could do. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. know if I was, 
I didn't know if I was good enough to compete there and I wasn't sure. And I was just training at my, you know, my back, literally training in a mud pit in my backyard at college. Like you should have seen the pit. You should have seen what I was training. And I put like a couple two by fours or a couple of uh, sheets of plywood down on top of a couple of railroad ties. That was my lifting platform. I built a pull-up bar in my backyard with some four by fours and some concrete and just so you, were legit, you were legit rocky for like you were it was you should have seen it that's how i trained yeah it was just, it was just fun i just did it like that and and then you show up in california and compete and everything's like you know you're on you're in the the tennis stadium at the uh stubhub center wherever it was home depot center um and you know under the lights and it's a big deal and everything but yeah i finished third and i looked at it as a year of like okay hey what i'm doing is working like it's a let's yeah. let's go again let's see if you can keep progressing forward and then i think after i got third i i said to myself i can win and i wanted to just and i didn't want to stop till i won it so because the year year i was actually at krypton way back when y'all were um still leasing the building my one year i went was the year you you won oh okay (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) nice (laughs) and i think it's crazy because it's like when when you when you're there it was literally like i feel like you're working every every time i was there like i was there multiple different times a day i was like Every single day. And how many times do you work out a day? I just want to know. Well, the training leading up to the games is pretty tough. Normally, it's just once or twice a day. But but training leading up to the games, you're training almost all day. Okay. Yeah, it's like your regular 9 to 5 job, but working out. So how do you you say, okay, well, here's a a running, snatch, uh, swimming, all this stuff. You got to throw it all in there once. Mm -hmm. I just, like, you just, hey, well, let's do the rock, like, work at every single muscle every single day. Um, I mean, there's a lot of overlap. Sure. If you want to look at it that way, there's a ton of overlap, but I try to break it up, um, throughout the week pretty evenly and make sure I'm not doing too much of the same thing over and over. Um, my body normally lets me know when I'm doing too much of one thing. Yeah. So I normally go by feel, but I've kind of built up a good structure over the years. Okay. So, uh, are you still competing in the games now or like this year? I'm not competing. I went to my last competition and, for the first time in a while, I didn't qualify. So I finished 10th in this competition and top yeah. five qualified. Yeah. Um, it was very close. It was just really good competition this year. So it's not a lot, not a lot I can say. I performed well, I thought, but I still know that I should, I can compete and I should be yeah. competing. So I'll try again next year. So is that like uh, almost like when you having to do it for so long, um, did that, is it like almost like hard to keep maintaining that? Like say like almost cause like you feel like a lot of people are like, Oh, you got, you're expected to do this and kind of keeping up that main um, mentality over that long, long period. I feel like it's difficult because they'd say like, Oh yeah, you can get there, but maintaining it is like the hardest thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. It has been, it's been a ride too. Like I've learned, I've learned over the years, like some, there's definitely been some years in there where it's like, I'm either injured or I'm not, I'm not mentally, I'm not there as much as I was in the year before, you know, um, we have our daughter and it's like life come, life just happens and things like that. And it's just, it just changes things up. So I'm still learning. I'm still making progress. I'm still just trying to push forward. And I think that I can still compete again. So I want to try again, you know? Yeah. I think uh, everyone can kind of hear my daughter in the back. Yeah. <laughs> Life happens. Yeah, for sure. It's fun. Uh, so how, how's, how's that kind of going? Like, cause now like you, uh, you just had your daughter, you kind of like have to jungle everything. You just got to feel like you got to be even more structured and yeah. Skills and yeah. I mean, you guys get it right. Just being a little more deliberate about your time management yeah. and, and when you're doing what you're doing. Okay. So, um, being someone who's not all into, uh, 
for CrossFit, what do you, do you think, feel like it's kind of like opened your eyes through this process? You yeah. Can, you can be honest with it. You can, you can just tell them no. For sure. It's, like, it's, like it's okay. No, I was going to say, I'll probably be trying to give them a shot after this. <laughs> cool. I think I might start with the fit class. That sounds yeah, it's a good like idea. A good first go at it. Yeah, so you heard this. So if you don't see her, <laughs> yeah, putting it out there, that's good. Uh, good accountability. Well, uh, oh, that was my last question. Um, so, uh, y'all, I, I guess we didn't get into y'all. Y'all bought a building now because you leased and everything like that. Did you just go to the bank and uh, say, like, hey, we want to buy this piece of land? Like, how do you go about like? Like financing that part, did you just use all your money from winning the games back in fifteen, or you just kind of yeah took out you? took out a loan for the building and, and the property and everything? So yeah. So do you feel like that was even more risk? Like okay, well now yeah, at least but hey, if it doesn't go if, if things go badly, heck, it's in the lease. Now it's like oh, I got a building. Now I got even more risk. Yeah, and then, but the you know the building's worth something, so that's yeah, it's that's kind true. of like that's the good the good part about it, and you know you know how that goes, so that's good. It's like a if you ever, if worse came to worse, right, you still have the building mm-hmm. and the land. It's always going to be yeah. worth something. That's true. Yeah. So where do you see uh, like CrossFit Krypton going in the future? Would you ever open up another uh, shop or just continue to expand, like, your online presence and everything? Because I feel like the gym, like, I mean, everyone's all about the gym. The gym does be kind of packed sometimes. Yeah, the gym's, the gym's been really busy. It's really busy, especially during the summer times, um, which is great. Uh, it's hard to grow anymore where we are you know like in the building that we're in um we're, we're getting there to our capacity i don't know if i'd want to open another one i just I, I love what we have here and um it's hard to replicate again somewhere else yeah. other people do it i don't know that it's something that i'm really super interested in but um maybe so i've tried to go on the on, i've tried to go more of the online route with the programming yeah. and kind of built, like starting to build a little bit of a community outside of just the gym so that we have something online. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of the way that things are going in the future. You know, see, you see things going more online and yeah. virtual and that's true. Um, things like that. So I've been trying to push, you know, going in that direction a little bit more with the programming side. Right. See what well, happens. <laughs> well, I really appreciate you coming on here and kind of showing the experience was like being a business owner and kind of like, kind of evolving over time to like you started small and now you kind of build Krypton to what it is today. Definitely. Definitely. So, and, yeah. Uh, I already knew the story. I'm, I'm glad you were able to share. <laughs> yeah, that's Emily. good. And, well, hopefully we, uh, we just found it on our future. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Nice. I give it a go. <laughs> I'm glad I came on then.